It's time for another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine. And Caroline. Today, we are talking about how you can simplify your life and why you need to simplify your life. Because one of my favorite concepts or sentences, actually, is abundance breeds apathy. And I think it is so funny that this sentence is so prevalent in my life because it came to be in, like, my freshman year of high school English class. And it's so dumb. But it was a, apathy was a vocab word. You know how your teacher makes you put sentences to use the vocab words they give you in high school. Well, this was one of the sentences that either my teacher or, like, the class or someone came up with. Um, I think it was, I think it was our teacher. Abundance breeds apathy, which just means when you have a bunch of options or an abundance of things, choices, whatever it may be, you're gonna get apathetic. You're gonna get lazy. You're gonna become disinterested. You're gonna just, like, not care. You're gonna be so overwhelmed that it's no longer interesting to you Mm. so overwhelmed that you're like crippled and can't do anything and then you just don't do anything it kind of reminds me of an episode we did a long time ago on decision fatigue oh this is we'll connect it to that yeah okay and i feel like i brought this concept up in decision fatigue but i wanted to have its own moment its own moment because it's not decision fatigue like it is everything your life is clutter and so we're going to talk about how you can simplify. But before we get into the actual episode, make sure you are following at Girls the Goals Pod on TikTok and Instagram. TikTok, we post clips from the episode, takeaways, moments, and on the Instagram, we post announcements and more takeaways, visuals, photos of us, places for you to submit questions and talk to us, the whole thing, as well as both of our accounts, at Catherine Kaneen, at Karen Kaneen everywhere. Those are also all linked below so you can get a visual onto into our lives and everything we talk about on the show as well as merch it's getting cold out it's getting crisp it's getting chilly and i heard that you need a new sweatshirt and the impress yourself collection the beanie the hoodie the combo of the two the perfect fall essential if i do (laughs) say so myself i'm also gonna plug i posted this past week a Croatia travel vlog on YouTube. This is from and Captain's entire week island hopping around Croatia and it was so fun for me to put a travel vlog together because little do most of you probably know but that was in Catherine and I's like first ambition together, first effort together years and years ago was YouTube and specifically like vlogging, travel vlog, adventure vlogs and so to kind of come full circle and be able to edit one of those again and post it was so fun so i will also have that vlog linked in the show notes if you guys have been keeping up with girls with goals throughout the past few weeks and our travel diaries mini series you've already heard a little bit about what this past month has looked like but now you can see it too because i'm posting weekly vlogs of everything that we've been up to starting with a bang in croatia so check that one out as well abundance breeds apathy simplifying your life yeah apathy is literally just disinterest lack of enthusiasm in my mind it i equate it to like being laziness because being i equate it to being lazy 
because this kind of concept of abundance breeds apathy, like having an overabundance of options or things you need to do or choices you can make or things you want to do, whatever it may be, makes me lazy and like not do anything. It makes me so complacent and so just overwhelmed that I'm paralyzed, can't do anything. The way to get around this is not to say, shut the fuck up, like get up, go do all these things. It's to simplify things so you're not feeling those feelings. It's not Mm -hmm. getting over those feelings. It's reducing what's causing those feelings. And the answer to that is simplifying your life in a Mm -hmm. bunch of different aspects. So we'll get into all of the different places, whether it's your physical environment, what's in your head, the people around you, what's on your to-do list, whatever it may be. An episode we did a while back was about decision fatigue, which I definitely brought up this concept in it. So if you have listened to this episode, you know what I'm talking about with the abundance breeds apathy thing. But when you're making decisions every day, it you have like a set amount of energy that you're going to spend on decisions. And so if you are overwhelming yourself with choices, like, oh, do I want a banana or an apple this morning? And do I want, rather than just like, fuck it, grab a banana and like not making that a decision that takes energy. Of course, Mm -hmm. it's still a choice you're making subconsciously. But when you're overwhelming yourself and working yourself up over this, mom should listen to this episode, Decision (laughs) Fatigue and This Simplify Your Life. She does that. Um, Which it happens to everyone where you put or you're spending your energy in the wrong places or you're making things a bigger deal than they have to be when you could Mm -hmm. just snap, make a choice and commit to it. Mm -hmm. and do your thing and that would reduce a lot of this the feeling of being overwhelmed because you're like oh my god I have to make so many decisions but actually you can remove that feeling and you can remove a lot of the decisions by removing your need to make them yeah and removing the stress around surrounding making them yeah how I see decision fatigue and like simplifying your life in that way is if you think about some things that you do on autopilot like you don't ask yourself every morning am I gonna brush my teeth should I brush my teeth how long should I brush my teeth for what toothpaste should I use? Mm -hmm. That's something that you just do every morning. You have your toothpaste and you have your toothbrush and you just do it. You don't make that as a new decision every day and so it doesn't take your mental energy of making a new decision. Mm -hmm. If you have a good skincare routine then it's not am I going to wash my face today? What am I going to use to wash my face? Is this the right thing to do? You've autopiloted that routine. I think that's why people love routines because it helps you do more and be productive without wasting so much mental energy on always making more decisions. And so it's interesting the more things in life that you can um, either set on autopilot by having the routine of them or just not put so much weight on the choice like in Catherine saying if you're overthinking am I gonna have an apple or a banana like that's not really a decision that matters in the grand scheme of your life that you need to be making so putting less weight on some decisions that really don't matter and don't have a huge impact on your life is going to leave so much more mental energy for you to put towards the things that do matter or just to feel more clear and not so bogged down by little decisions all the time. So a good way to conceptualize this topic is like an ice cream shop. If you walk up to an ice cream shop and the options are like vanilla chocolate strawberry or vanilla chocolate or swirl, less choices than if you walked up to an ice cream shop that has like 30 plus flavors and they're all on a board and you're like, I don't even know where to start. I have no idea where to start. I'm so overwhelmed right now that I like, now I don't even want ice cream. I do not, I don't even want to like make this decision because this is something that's supposed to be like a fun little excursion and now I'm stressed. (laughs) Whereas if you walk up to an ice cream shop that has three options, chocolate, vanilla, twist, you're like, ooh, vanilla. Soft serve vanilla is always the way to go, but that's just me. It's easy. It's simple. And even if you are stressing about making that decision, it's only three options. Oh my god, do I want chocolate or do I want vanilla? Oh my god, swirl. Done. Boom. 
Mm-hmm. easy well yeah because i think okay now i'm overthinking this whole ice cream shop scenario but if i were to go to an ice cream shop like i'm thinking about when we were just in croatia and we went to a gelato place and i'm like i feel like i have to pick the best gelato right now to make it the best experience but i don't know what that is i don't know if that's hazelnut or stracciatella or what i got so dark chocolate <laughs> orange that time and it was actually it really was interesting. really good was yeah and it's like the the moment doesn't actually rely on you choosing the absolute best flavor it relies on you enjoying it and being in the moment which you can do with all of those different choices likely you know Mm -hmm. there's no like one set necessary choice but we we like to stress ourselves out and make every little decision seem bigger than it is because if you go up and you're like oh i chose chocolate and then you get and you're like oh chocolate's good vanilla would have also been good like maybe i should have chosen that doesn't matter that much because you're still eating ice cream right right so if you go and if we talk about making choices or choosing what to maybe get rid of in your life if someone comes up and they're like oh what do you want or you have to make the choice of what you want for dinner a million options where you could take it like what what you're gonna cook maybe you have turkey in the fridge and that's all you have in the fridge like ground turkey i'm saying this because ground turkey is the only thing we have in our fridge right now (laughs) um and so you're like oh I could make like spaghetti and meat sauce I could make this into turkey burgers I can make this into like turkey right meatballs I can make it into fried rice I could do so many different things all of them great options if you choose just choose one that sounds good to you and make it and maybe the five other options would have been really good options and you would have loved having them but you chose the one you chose and you're gonna enjoy it and like you're gonna be happy that you just made a decision went with it and didn't spend all this extra energy on overwhelming yourself with the decision of what should I make for dinner when it doesn't have to be that overwhelming or a friend says do you want to hang out what do you want to do suddenly i have no idea what i want to do yeah even though when i'm sitting scrolling on my phone seeing different ideas of activities and things mm-hmm. to do i'm like oh my god i want to do that i want to yeah. do that i want to go here and then when someone's like what do you want to do i'm like I don't nothing i don't yeah. know like i can't no, like, I it makes have a list you on my phone back of, off of activities because you're like, too, like I don't the know. summer bucket list list but then when I would, my friends and I would make plans, it'd be like, what are we going to do? And then we would either end up doing the same shit we do every single day, or we'd be like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, and go over it. Whereas you could just choose one on the list. And again, maybe everything on the list would have been a good option to do, but you chose one and you commit to one and you enjoyed it fully. And like, that was the best option because you commit to it and you enjoyed it fully. Had you done that with any of the other options, it would have been the same story. But the fun part is the next time you get to choose a different option and you get to commit to it and do it fully and like enjoy it, then you've maxed out your fun. (laughs) I want to go back to the concept or the phrase of abundance breeds apathy because I think when I think of abundance usually that's a positive thing usually we want to attract Mm -hmm. abundance in our lives and we want abundance so how would you in this situation define it is it abundance of everything or is it abundance of specific things abundance of specific things because when you say I want abundance in my life this is a huge thing with like manifestation or anything in that realm it's like abundance Mm -hmm. but that is oh I want an abundance of good feelings or I want abundance of interests or I want abundance of different things in my life so I want a solid career I want a solid relationship with my friends I want a solid relationship with myself I want a solid home life yeah when when I think of attracting abundance I think I want to attract an abundance of love and peace and success it it is more of the feeling I'm attracting an abundance of these positive feelings versus an abundance of things and it doesn't have to be and this isn't a conversation about, like, tangible material things versus feelings. It's just that when abundance is used in this positive sense, it's 
about the macro things. It's about the overarching buckets or themes of your life. You want abundance in a bunch of different themes. That's the abundance that we want in our lives. We want a strong amount of all these different facets of life. Abundance in this sense of apathy is abundance within those buckets. And so if you have 16 different best friends, that's going to get overwhelming. Then like not everyone's needs are going to get met. You have to spend so much time with a bunch of different people. And then you're going to get to a point where in the beginning that may be amazing and great. And the more the merrier when it comes to friends and good relationship. But at some point you reach a limit where you just can't handle all of that. And then you're lacking in your own relationship with yourself you're lacking with other relationships same thing with work if you're doing too much or overwhelming choices maybe you're balancing too much you're just gonna be like I hate my job I can't handle it I'm so done Mm -hmm. so done versus you maybe you actually love what you're doing but it becomes too much yeah or if you have a bunch of things on your to-do list and maybe they're a bunch of random ass things that you don't need a whole bullet if it's like go to Home Depot and then you have get this get this get this get this get this blah 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 and then you have go to the grocery store, get this, get that's like overwhelming. If you have everything written down, everything you need to do on the same amount of priority. Overwhelming, you're going to be like, I can't handle this to this right now. You're going to do one and be like, I'm tapped out. Mm. I'm My energy is already gone. Yeah. Or if like physical things around you, if you have a million different clothes, ever like Marie Kondo your life a little bit. Well, it's interesting how the no matter how many clothes you have, people will always say like, I have no matter how much I have, I have nothing to wear. Yeah, because this, having this more doesn't this fix is the it. Concept. Having more actually creates more choices and mm-hmm. confusion. And then every time I look in my closet, I'm like, I like that, but what can I pair it with? I actually don't really know anything about fashion. Yeah. So now I feel like I have to learn about fashion to be able to even tackle my closet to yeah. understand what to do here. And the abundance of it can sometimes be more overwhelming than just having the staples. Right. Because if you had like four sweaters, four long sleeve shirts, four short sleeve shirts, four tank tops, and like a couple of staple pairs of jeans, that's 16 tops, 16, mm-hmm. like say you had the same like pairs of pants, yeah, just to make yeah. it easy, like 16 factorial, you have, that's the, you have a limit on your clothes, but that's a, you, you look at your closet, you're like, oh my god, I only have 32 items of clothing. No, well you have so many outfits, so many, outfits, so many options, yeah. whatever the math is on that. You have so many options to choose from. And because they... This is, like, the, why a capsule wardrobe works. Because you can put anything together and mm-hmm. it would hypothetically work. You're taking a lot of the thought process out of it. You're taking the abundance out of it. So we're talking about abundance on a macro level. When you walk into your closet and you haven't thrown anything out since you were in literal fifth grade and you're getting overwhelmed because you have, quote, nothing to wear, you're just overwhelmed with choices. You have yeah. so much to wear. Yeah. But half the clothes you're not going to wear because you've had them since fifth grade. And the other half, you're overwhelmed and you can't pair things together because there are too many options. Mm-hmm. But if you had a quarter of that wardrobe, an eighth of that wardrobe, of staple good quality pieces like you walk in you're not overwhelmed with options you choose things a little bit faster and you go right that's the whole concept of simplifying your life you get less is more the whole idea of this is less is more is this gonna stop me from shopping probably not because i enjoy shopping but Mm. but it's gonna it makes me much more aware of is something that i'm buying something that i can pair with what i already have in my closet like I think I've taken on a much better mindset about quality over quantity when it comes to clothing and also making sure that anything I purchase can actually be an outfit and isn't just something I like on its own because then it's going to sit in my closet and it's going to overwhelm me because I'm not sure what to put it with. Wait, I actually have some, I, I have something to say about this. Why is it Amazon Prime Day every other day? Every other mm. day, people are posting Amazon Prime Day, like here are my Amazon Prime Day finds and then it's a hundred stories with links of things 
Shut up. We do not need more things. Like, we don't need Amazon, more things. Amazon fitting serves a purpose. You're doing great. Do not push more things. <laughs> when you need something, Amazon Prime, two-day shipping. Like, if you need a few different things, it's fitting. It serves a purpose. Can't, like... You got me there. But don't shop to shop. Don't buy things just to, like, buy things. Then you have things in your house, and no one needs more things. My question about Amazon Prime Day is, are you leading up to any Amazon Prime Day for the months ahead, saving things in your cart and saying, I'm going to wait for this deal? Or does it become Amazon Prime Day, and then we just start looking for things to buy? Because I think that's what we do, and then it just is, like, unconscious spending. It's like, you're not saving a thing. You're actually buying more unless you are actually sitting on something for a few months until we get a deal this this actually made me so upset the other day because i was tapping through someone's stories and i'm like two months ago you posted for amazon prime day and now it's amazon prime, amazon day prime, prime what? week whatever it, and it's like what? all of this all of these things all of these things when people don't need more things people need what they need mm-hmm. and they'll get what they get and what they want don't get stuff just to get stuff that bothers me do you want to learn a new language maybe for an upcoming trip maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages maybe you just want a new skill rosetta stone is going to help get you there when talking about rosetta stone i always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to china for work he used rosetta stone for mandarin and obviously carolyn and i would use it too especially when we found out that we were going to move to asia That is such a core memory for me, and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer, listening to the audio, and, like, matching it so vividly. And the best thing about Rosetta Stone is that Rosetta Stone offers a lifetime membership, so you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons, all the languages, forever. So I've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my Mandarin, and let me tell you, Rosetta Stone is incredible. The way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my Mandarin so quickly, and you can even start from scratch. Of course, they have 25 languages to learn, and it's immersive. You learn it naturally, and you should definitely check it out. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for postgrad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything, car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this Ambition Card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the Ambition Card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The Ambition Card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. 
It'd be interesting if you looked at your purchases from the past year and actually thought like, did this improve my life? How much has I used mm-hmm. this? Because sometimes I think the act of shopping and buying something and the idea of it is more rewarding than having it itself. Like, would you be just as fulfilled if you built a cart and then closed your computer and never actually ordered it? Like, maybe. Probably. I think that's probably the most rewarding part is like making the choices of what to buy mm-hmm. and then it comes and then you probably don't use it as much as you thought it would you genuinely do not need as many things as you think you do like we were when we were traveling i have one when we're about to travel again for like solid four four weeks i'm bringing one carry-on and that's gonna be it might be tough to like pack all my stuff in one carry-on for four weeks however i will do it and at the end of the day i'll be completely fine and likely there are things that i'm gonna come back and be like i didn't even touch that mm. didn't even touch that i don't think that i could do a backpacker life but i think i can do a carry-on life i would argue that a backpack like one of the big ones that i have downstairs could fit more could fit more than a carry-on however we the the last few weeks that we were traveling i came home unpacked my suitcase and I just want to point out, some people pack, unpack their suitcase right away. That is not me. That is not who I will ever be. And so about a week later, I unzipped my suitcase for the first time, which, interesting point, I went a assault, like genuinely, I went, maybe this is, a, this is probably too long to go, but I did go an entire week without unpacking my suitcase after getting back from a trip. I didn't need the stuff that was in my suitcase. Sometimes it was frustrating being like, I know it's in there, but I don't want to walk all the way downstairs and unpack and then get into that whole thing. So I'm just going to ignore it. But like, I didn't need things. Likewise, when we were actually traveling, I came home and there were some clothes that I'd never wore. Mm -hmm. There There were a lot of clothes that I wore and needed to be washed immediately. But there were also a few items of clothing that like I never wore. And in my little toiletry kit, there were a few, there were actually a lot of things that I didn't use. Mm -hmm. You don't need as much as you think you do. Simplify your life. Because it's like things are just overwhelming, even if you don't think anything of it. This goes back to the environment episode too. Things are just overwhelming and you got to keep what serves you and get rid of what doesn't serve you. Because if it isn't serving you, but it's still there, like it's taking up space, it's taking up energy, it's taking up pieces of your brain that you could use for something else. So some tangible places to simplify your life. Declutter, if you will, I think is a good mindset to be in when you're doing this. And declutter your physical space, the people around you, your thoughts, huge, um, and complexity in your life, which I think is really, really important. So complexity within your routines. Mm-hmm. Huge. Like Han said, a nighttime, like a morning routine, night routine. The reason those are really helpful is because it's they're grouped. automated. It's grouped and they're automated. So when you're adding new things into your life, because you're continuously building and taking things away from how you live your life, but you group these things together. So when you're a tiny little baby, your <laughs> mom says like, "Go brush your teeth." That's a whole event, a whole extravaganza, but now you don't think about it you're like i'm going to bed that's the like cue and then you wash your face you brush your teeth you put on your pajamas change your clothes and like get into bed and that's one action rather than when you were learning these things everything was a whole event individually now you're still doing all of these things but you're not conceptualizing it you're not thinking about it you're not spending extra energy to start and end each action you're starting the routine 
and you're ending the routine rather than start the action end the action start a new one end this one mm-hmm. and start a new one end the new one start a new one you know and then you've completed the routine it's just one so taking out the complexity in your life maybe that's taking out some steps that don't serve you and making sure you're focusing on the ones that do or adding the ones that do or maybe it's getting better at making these things routines yeah and taking a lot of the thinking out of doing it yeah I would say definitely automating routines because then you're getting rid of questions like am I going to eat before this workout well you already have your go-to pre-workout snacks and you do that am I gonna work out well that's just part of your daily routine you work out every day and you know what gym you go to and you have your go-to workout clothes and you you know your routine to do that like all of these little steps whether it's a morning routine a night routine a workout routine whether it's you going to work every day like I'm sure if you have to clock in somewhere at nine o'clock it's automated you getting there in the morning you know your steps to do that beforehand and so you're not deciding am I gonna go to work today am I gonna get there at nine am I gonna drive to work like those are things that you're already doing and so I think the more that it doesn't necessarily mean make your life have less steps do less but the more that you can simplify the decisions that you're making throughout the day and make more of it just what you do on autopilot I think the the more simplified your life will feel and the more clear-headed you'll be in doing all of these things yeah you're going to be more conscious by automating your steps that does not mean like by putting your life on autopilot that does not mean don't be present Mm -hmm. don't actually experience it don't actually enjoy it that means just simplify it so that you can enjoy it Mm -hmm. so that you can accomplish it that you can still be present that is super important rather than just be like the point of this whole thing is to stop being complacent in the things that you do so the point being less is more simplify your life to get more out of it to experience more of it to make it serve you better and to feel less overwhelmed and bogged down and and drained by all of the choices and the abundance of things in your life mm-hmm. thank you guys so much for listening don't forget to follow girls with goals pod at and katherine kaneen at katherine kaneen everywhere those are also linked all below and merch the link for merch will be down below so click over check it out if you want a beanie if you want a hoodie if you want both save some money with a bundle <laughs> and we will talk to you guys next monday bye, bye. If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for postgrad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything, car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this Ambition Card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the Ambition Card will help get you there.
Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The Ambition Card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina. 